This reading is from 1 Timothy chapter 4, beginning at the tail end of verse 7. Train yourself to be godly, for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance, and for this we labor and strive, that we have put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, and especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through a prophetic message when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Thanks be to God for his word. Last week I uh, spoke about this book. I became a Christian and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. It wasn't uh, that this person became a Christian and then been dissatisfied with the Christian life. What he'd noticed, and it came from a, a girl who had, her, her parents had gone off to Florida and all she got was a lousy t-shirt saying, oh, I've been to Florida. And it was how that as Christians we can uh, just, well, if you like, stop halfway. And it's interesting that that was uh, one of the features of one of the prophecies that has been said to us recently. Just got the t-shirt, not actually had the experience, not gone all that way, not, if you like, gone on holiday to Florida, just got the t-shirt. Got another message from that book. Controversially, the man Vince... Lucy said all Christians should not have a relationship with Jesus what? all Christians should not have a relationship with Jesus he tries to be controversial and so you come back at me and say well you say that we could have a religion well that's not right Christianity is not just a religion it's not that coldness that religion that you've told me before that you need to go forward and have a relationship with Jesus. Are you saying that I should go back just to have a cold religion? No. What Vince says is that it shouldn't just end at a relationship. It should actually go further than that into an abiding, into a such closeness it's not just a relationship. It's actually that Jesus is an integral part in your life. Let's hear God's word as Derek brings us, as the Bible uses uh, a gardening analogy uh, to uh, bring this point out. 
Let's listen to see what God has to to say to us through uh, this word. John chapter 15, verses 1 to 17. I am the vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you greater love has no man than this that he laid down his life for his friends you are my friends if you do what I command you I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business instead I call you friends, for everything I learned from my father, I have made I have I have that I have made you, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear much fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command, love each other. Thank you very much, Derek. And that was what Vince was meaning. That we're to move from a religion, you take it or leave it, it's cold, it doesn't affect your life, to a relationship. And when you have a relationship with Jesus, it affects your life. But there is more. There's this abiding, there's this closeness. 
when you can't do without him. And he makes the point that he had a friend, Mark, and well, hopefully we've all got friends, and they're important to us. And Mark was important to Vince. And he was sad when he moved, Vince moved away and left Mark behind. Uh, he couldn't see him as often. It, it was difficult um, uh, with him. But his life carried on. He could live without Mark because it was just a relationship. And that, if we're honest, is how sometimes we can be with our Lord. If it's just a relationship. If we're honest, we can go for a few days without perhaps thinking about him, praying to him, maybe reading the Bible. We, we survive, don't we? We get by, we perhaps do, do some stuff. Have we got verse 5? But I am the vine, says the Lord. You are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. You see, when we move into this abiding, where he's so close to us, then we will bear much fruit. I hope you visited the prayer room. If not, there's still opportunity, isn't there, Vanda? Is the fruit still there? It's not gone mouldy yet. Don't eat it. Fruit's been there all week and people have been dwelling upon the fruit of, uh, of the Spirit and other things. Visit the prayer room. Just abide with him for a time. That's what we want, surely. I'm not asking you to do more. Just have this greater relationship so that your lives live out what the Bible teaches. So we've not just got the t-shirt, we've actually got the Lord to help us at times of illness, to help us at times of exams, help us at, uh, at times of, of distress, help us at times when we want to witness and find the right word, we want to comfort in the be there, the, uh, the pastoral care, what do I say to people? Uh, I'm a bit embarrassed going, oh, I don't even know them. Well, just ask the Lord. And uh, you'll bear much fruit if you abide in him. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, of course, that's not quite true. We can live and we can eat and we can uh, go to work and do all sorts of things. But we won't really achieve anything apart from him. And that's the thrust of my message. A five-minute sermon. But I hope that as we move into communion, and is it okay, Janet and Steve, if you serve, uh, is, is that okay? As we move into communion, I pray that you will let the Lord in to move you, to move you into a deeper relationship. And that's true for communion now. And in a sense it's easy because we've got the bread and the wine. And... But in a sense it's not easy because you need to open up to God. But also, so on Monday morning, when you're at work or at school or at uh, home, that God will be very close to you then. Not just a relationship but an abiding. So pray. Ask for that deeper relationship. This is discipleship. And this is where the fun begins. And this is where the, the joy begins. Be careful with communion. If you were at the church meeting, the last church meeting, it was a bit of an unusual church meeting. 
A, we finished early, but also, um, uh, and it happened in public, so she won't mind me saying, Alison, Alison Claxton, um, uh, had been having a tough time, came to me and said, because she wasn't able to be there at the start when we had communion, can I take communion? So I said, yes, prepared. And while all the hubbub of the end of the church meeting was going on, gave her the bread, and as she took the bread, down she went. And the power of the Holy Spirit, she just went down, resting in, in the Spirit. God met with her, and she started to laugh. And if you know Alison, you know when she laughs, it's infectious, and it was a great joy. But it was important for her. This is how, how God met with her, because he knew what a tough week she'd had, and he knew what a tough week she was going to have including flying out to India, and that's where she is. And she's been travelling India in rickety buses, and she's got Delhi belly and all sorts of stuff. But perhaps she'll know that God was with her at that occasion, and he's with her in, in India. So as we share in communion, remember that you have this opportunity to abide with Christ. As you take the bread and the wine in, it's something physical, it's sort of um, illustrating this, the vine and the branches. You're abiding with him and he with you. And in this series we've said about, I said it was a five minute sermon, I've gone on now, haven't I? But I just need to say the practical stuff because we said that there'd be practical stuff to do. I've already said the, the prayer room, visit the prayer room. Make a cake, we've got some really practical stuff. Come and uh, get stuck into the to the, to the carnival. On Thursday we've got uh, another healing service. The last one was, was a tremendous time of where God worked. Come along, bring somebody else along. Come along and pray and, and, uh, and be there. Be there. Don't forget to have a look at the notice board and, and, uh, and care for people. And be careful. The Lord knows your name. Just one last thing. Vince Antonucci, his name I think, he wasn't, when he came to actually uh, use his birth certificate, that name wasn't on his birth certificate. Well, it was, but he found out that was a forgery. His real uh, name that he was uh, registered with, with was Vince Shuffle. Now, it wasn't just to make it easy for people like me to pronounce. It was because his dad, if you remember, was a professional gambler, and so he, he chose the name Vince Shuffle. But it was because his dad, for all sorts of reasons, didn't want his real name. And that was difficult for Vince to find that out. But when he came to faith, he realised that God knew him by name. And that God knows each one of us by name. And just wants us to abide with him.